This episode will contain content that may be disheartening to individuals that make it their life's duty to delineate the legal profession. The views, opinions, and advice shared depict the lived realities of being a lawyer in South Africa. Ladies and gentlemen, today's episode serves to bust the myths about lawyers and the legal profession, or providing facts that still hold true. In case you've missed the first episode, my name is Olebeke Masenya, and I am your resident host. Now, without further ado, let's get into it. The first myth that we are busting is one of the most prominent misconceptions that there is about lawyers out there. And if you're planning to study law, this is something that you're going to hear about a hundred times, and every single time you hear it, it will not be funny. And that, I promise. And that is the statement that all lawyers lie. Ladies and gentlemen, we are sorry to disappoint you and tell you that it is not a lawyer's sole purpose in life to lie. Before a person is admitted to practice the law, they must be found to be fit and proper to practice. If found to be not fit and proper, they will not be admitted to practice the law. Like any other industry, we have regulatory bodies that lay down binding rules for the members of the legal profession on their registrars. The different law societies' rules and regulations are intended to protect and promote the legal profession while protecting the interest of the client. This in turn means that every single lawyer is prohibited from lying to the court, his or her opposing counsel, and to their client. If any other legal practitioner is found to be dishonest or unethical, this will be grounds for professional misconduct and might result in them being struck off the board of the body in which they belong. So ladies and gentlemen, it is important to note that we as lawyers do not lie, but we simply play the facts in our favor. The second myth that we are busting is one that is also prevalent and you've heard this every single time when you wanted to study law. And that is that the law is exactly the way you see it on TV. Now, it is important to note that law is more than just high-rise offices. The million-dollar lawsuits and, dare I forget, the corner office with glass windows overlooking your favorite Starbucks shop. Now, according to Josh Trapp, an attorney, being in the legal center reaffirmed his realistic perception of the industry compared to what is seen on TV. He came to realize how crucial research, preparation, and file management is in this legal profession. However, he did see some parallels between what people see on TV and his personal experience, as he says that he witnessed that the unpredictable and complex legal issues required the same quick action and accurate advice as shown in movies such as Suits and Scandal. Is a myth that is still prevalent in the minds of individuals that are not within our industry and that is that all lawyers go to court now it is very important to note that not everyone who studies the law wishes to litigate and that there are other available career paths that law graduates might decide to take if they do not wish to litigate such as the public sector the private sector academia and the public interest sphere, just to name a few. 
If a law graduate decides to take up a job in the public sector, this in turn means that they will be taking up a job within the government, the criminal justice system, commissions, and the tribunal bodies. If they decide to take up a career in the private sector, they will be taking up a job in banks, consulting, and advisory for companies. If they decide to take up a career in academia, this means that they will be taking up a job as a lecturer and a researcher. And if they are planning to venture into the public interest sphere, this means that they will be joining the United Nations and organizations such as the Human Rights Commission. The fourth myth that we are tackling is one that is still prevalent in the minds of our law students. And that is, if you do not make it to the top firms, then you are a nobody. Now, there's a misconception that a lot of students neglect to unpack because they do not take in consideration that there are some students who will not get picked to be part of the top law firms. And this does not mean that they will not make it in life. Some will get the opportunity to be invited to work for the big law firms, but due to the stress that this brings, they will elect to start at a small law firm than they would at a large firm. According to balancecareer.com, there are more benefits of starting at a small law firm than they are at a large one. This is because in a small firm, there is greater client contact, whereas in a, law, in a large law firm, this is solely reserved for senior lawyers. The road to partnership in a small law firm is also shorter than that of a large law firm because there are fewer attorneys and fewer layers of management. The third reason is that there is greater control in the direction and the management of the firm. And the fourth being that the organizational structure and culture is more relaxed than that of a large firm. Is that if you want to be a great lawyer and to be deemed as one, you as a law student must have debating experience. Now, being a law student myself, coming from high school to varsity, I had no prior debating experience. And I thought that this laid down a foundation of how my law career would plan out because this would in turn mean that I would fail all my cases in the court and would not make it. But this is not the case. Now, although having a debating experience is useful, this must not be looked at in isolation. Being a law student is more than just knowing how to debate. It goes beyond that. It is the combination of certain skills, such as articulating your client's position in a persuasive manner, knowing how to find the problems and the fundamental premises of each and every single argument. If you are adamant on gaining such a skill, then you are in luck because the law faculty provides students with the opportunity to partake in things such as smooth. Now, I don't know how it works in other universities, but I am sure that if you go to your faculty head and inquire about this, that you will be able to find out more about this. The next statement that we are about to tackle is one that reflects where we have been as an industry. And that is that there is no space for females in the legal field. Now, it is no secret that the legal field has always been an industry that has been open to a specific gender and race because society believed that only the law could be articulated correctly by one race and one gender. Now, according to the statistics taken by the Legal Practice Council in January 2019, it states that 
there were 27,223 practicing attorneys, of which 11,055 were female attorneys, only making up 39% of the total practicing attorneys. In addition, there was a total of 6,669 candidate attorneys, of which 3,815 were female, making up 57% of the total candidate attorneys. Now, this shows a gradual inclination and gradual transformation within our legal field. The gradual inclination shows that we, as an industry, see the need for transformation and we are cognizant of the fact that the past needs to be redressed. And this is why this organization was started. We wanted to encourage women to take up space but committing themselves through using the abilities of being both emotional and intellectual beings in order to strive in the legal career but also to remind us that we should not fall habit of the category that men always confide us in. After all, we cannot be part of that which we are trying to fight. Ladies and gentlemen, we hope that this episode has been informative and has restored some faith within the lawyers and the legal profession. We would like you guys to join the conversation on all our socials and share with us some of the myths that you have heard and some of the myths that we have busted for you. It is womeninlaw underscore UP on Instagram and Twitter and womeninlaw UP chapter on Facebook. Until next time, goodbye.